We are live, Joe. All right. Welcome, guys. Um, this is episode 22 of Tech Trends. Um, once again, we have AMD in the news because, uh, you know, last week we we're talking about how AMD is having all these uh, tech presses, you know, all these releases of information and uh, potential launches. And uh, now we're looking at, um, uh, you know, basically analysis of, what, of what's happened so far. Yep, definitely. So, um, you know, this article uh, from fool.com, uh, there's like two of them. The, it's called The Motley Fool. There's a few of them we're covering today with this. Um, is showing that AMD, you know, back in 2016, before Ryzen launched, their CPU, um, uh, you know, their their market, how, their market share, how much they've actually sold CPUs was at a low 18%. So Intel was um, smashing it, right? They were the kings. And uh, um, because of Ryzen in 2016 and 17 and 18 and 19, um, and now in 2020 with this uh, new 5000 series that they just debuted, um, you know, people think that their third-party estimates are saying that their their market share is 37%. That's interesting. yeah, it's pretty. It's a significant uh, jump. It's twice as much, basically, right? Yeah, seems like it. And uh, and then you know, with the five thousand series, I expect it to go probably to like forty five percent or something. You know, we'll see. Um, the argument is that uh, there's other signs too showing that, um, in Steam survey, um, that's even in- increased, um. So I think that was, what was it? Uh, up to 26. Oh no, that's sorry. I'm looking at different things right now. So yeah, the, the cool thing about it is we're, we're seeing, um, you know, that, that Intel is not, um, you know, their, their, their mind share isn't everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were the Kings of, um, they were losing the uh, multi-core performance for a few years to amd and they still are but they still held on to like the high cpu clock times and then also the high ipc for their uh you know single threaded but like we covered last week the ryzen 5000 series has dethroned them the thing is though that um uh amd no intel might not uh release a, a next generation cpu until like competition for until next year that's interesting. So That's really... for a few months, it looks like AMD will be top. Yeah, it will. I wonder what Intel's gonna if Intel's gonna do a. If, I wonder if Intel's gonna do a comeback. What do you think about well, that, Joe? Some, I've seen some pretty crazy rumors, and I, you know, I don't. I'm not sure what to think about it because it is pretty crazy. The idea somebody said that like the next generation for Intel might do like 5.4 or 5.5 gigahertz. But th- what happens with that is that's a like uh, really big power draws. It's pretty high, you know. Yeah. And that means like you have to have pretty good cooling for that. And so there's a there's a point where how much cooling are you doing to keep that that title? Correct. You know. And then what's the what's the value proposition? Is it better for you just to go for the the lower clocked piece and not have to? spend more into you know better coolers and everything because 5.5 gigahertz um that's running pretty pretty hot 
Yeah. That's why that's why Intel hasn't really gone beyond 5 5.1 for a lot of consumer parts for a long time. Yeah, definitely that's true. That so I'm not true. sure if that was just like a complete rumor and no, nobody's even considering that. Um but uh yeah, other 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 than that um there's 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 talk about other other ways of doing it with like more cash, like more L2 and more L3 cash and L1 cash. Um, and then of course, you know, increased IPC. And uh, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure what, what Intel is planning, you know? But what, it, what, what is Intel uh, on this new processor that you heard at what nanometers is going to be at? Well, the thing is uh, the ones that they're coming out with, that they've been talking about recently is yeah. they're still going to be on like there it's going to be their 10, 10 nanometer versus um, AMD seven. So it looks like we're actually going to finally see Intel's 10 because Intel was basically on 14 forever. And they um, kept delaying and delaying saying, we're going to see 10, we're going to see 10 and we never did. And so that looks like we're going to see 10 and they're not going to like jump to like seven. They think their 10 is like equivalent to AMD seven. Wow. So, you know, um, that that remains to be seen. What those numbers will be, how fast they go, and uh, whether there. Even when you go down from like fourteen to ten, there's no guarantee. That's why it took them so long to use their ten. There's yeah. no guarantee that the the temperatures will stay low and the clock speeds will go up. They obviously had some problems trying to achieve that, and. Previous generations going from 28 to 22 or to 14. You don't have that kind of uh, that weight. Yeah, that's true. But somehow, somehow AMD's um, um, their partners, because Intel does their own fabrication. Um, AMD and NVIDIA go to like Samsung and TSMC. Yeah. So they don't actually do that part. And then just put their architecture into that new node of technology. And so Intel's trying to do a lot of things. And so that's kind of it's kind of tricky because like you're a jack of all trades, even more so than like AMD in a sense. Yeah. Because you know? AMD used to do that, but then they went to third party. Well, has there has there been anything saying that the AMD is gonna go lower in a seven, or it's still gonna be they're gonna stay at a seven? I think they're staying at seven for a while. Um, we might see like five. I think it kind of depends on the competition with uh, Intel, but we might see five in 2021. Interesting. Yeah. And I again, I wish that they, they do. I wish they were all like consistent. I wish like five meant the same thing to everybody, you know? Yeah. Like I wish, I wish a five nanometer wasn't, um, you weren't like, oh, they're calculating it this way and someone else can measure a different way. And that's their five nanometer. I wish it was all the same and not like in a sense, it's like, you know, gaming it, you know. So you're pretty much saying that that 14, no, the 10 is there is AMD seven. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. If you. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not uh, heavy uh, tech, you know, techno literate to see like what the dimensions are and, and make and do any of the math and engineering math or anything. But that's basically what people think. That's interesting. I wonder, I wonder if it is. Yeah. So, um, the next article, 
Um, you know, I mean, we re- recap saying that you know AMD in their uh, performance, their graphing showed that they are seven percent faster compared to Intel. You know, mm-hmm. so um, the article was saying that like you know it, um, AMD is no longer the bargain piece, but but AMD was saying that they are still. They're not much, but they're saying that like by one or two percentage. So they're not giving you like they're not under undercutting themselves a lot like they were in the past, but they're giving you one or two percent over their competitor. That's which good. then means yeah, which still still makes uh, Intel look like the more expensive one. <laughs> you know, even if it's one or two percentage. <laughs> oh man, poor Intel. Yeah, I remember when they and, had the market. Uh, yeah. So the next article is pretty interesting because I, I'm personally against all these uh, monopolies. You know, everybody Definitely. buying each other out. Um, but AMD looks like uh, you know Nvidia was talking about um, buying out ARM. Um, and correct me, do you know what ARM is? ARM is a pro- uh, uh, ARM is a processor I know of. Um, I don't know too much about it. I just know is that it- the. Go on. Is it a, is it a is it a company? It's a company. Um, I forgot what it's called. There's there's one here in Austin, Texas. Um, facility. They, okay. I know they make processors. It's a processor company. I and I think it's for mobile devices. I just don't know what exactly for what devices. I couldn't okay. tell you. I don't know if it's yeah. Android phones. Yeah. So you know, um, Nvidia was uh. It's in the, in the process of buying up ARM, you know? Wow. And it looks like now AMD has been successful enough with Ryzen, you know, Ryzen 1, 2, yes. and, and now with 3, you know, on the, on the you know, that they're considering uh, buying out someone. Yeah, I think, they're, I think they're doing this on purpose so they could actually start building in-house chips and processors. Part of the, the last topics that we talked about, AMD buying... Uh, hiring somebody from i think it was arm or intel um with amd like i think they did uh tsmc was that one um that's just another a fab they they have their own factories oh yeah because i, I remember a few months they're, ago they're, they're, they called a semiconductor manufacturing company oh because i remember some the, yeah, they do the AMD, I know AMD bought out some company, um, that company, some guy, actually, they, he jumped on board with them because they, Apple's going to develop their own processors. And I'm wondering if that is actually happening here with AMD. They're, they're hiring people and hi- bringing them on board. Yeah. So they can well, help them out so they can do in-house factories or something. Yeah, and here's the, and that was the part that I was kind of confused at, the part that maybe somebody else can, knows more about are you. That it says they're gonna um they're in the market to buy this smaller company called uh Zilinix X I L I N X for over thirty billion dollars. And That's a lot of money. Yeah. So so it looks like AMD, you know, I mean AMD wouldn't have thought about doing that several years ago, but um, you know, it, they're saying it's similar to when uh Intel bought um another company i'm trying to look for it right now but they bought another company and so you know it's just these bigger companies buying up these smaller companies to try to keep 
an advantage over the other big companies. Yeah. So, um, I guess they're this, this type of, uh, this chip is called the FPGA chips. It's called field programmable gate array. And they were uh, pioneered back in the 1980s and they call them flexible chips. Um, and Zillinix has 3 billion in annual sales. So, you know, um, they says it's like Intel when Intel bought, um, Altera back in 2015 for 16.7 billion. Um, you know, basically, I don't know. These FPGAs are cheaper than custom built. Um, and they said they can be used in data centers, industrial equipment and cars. And I'm not really sure. They're like, I guess they're like more, um, you can like program them on the fly, which again, I'm not, I'm not into that. Well, I think that's what it is. I think yeah, exactly what, like I was saying is like, uh, AMD is actually trying to get more semiconductors built into the house in house instead of using third party, uh, third party people to actually build. Well, instead of like them sending out parts and then receiving them back, they want to do everything in house. That's what it looks like they're they're trying to do, mm-hmm. and it looks like um, with this with this purchase, it looks like Zillinix is uh, is more profitable with like profit margin wise um, compared to AMD. They had thirty four percent profits compared to AMD's eight um, percent of like seven point six five billion. So yeah. if they bought them out, they're looking at it to be um, that they could get that back in the long run. Yeah, they, they would. Definitely. So, um, just kind of interesting, uh, scary news for me. Cause, uh, you know, with, I, I didn't like when I heard the news that Nvidia was going to buy up arm. And if I had thought about what that meant back when Intel was buying up, um, what was that company called again? Um, Altera. Um, yeah, it's just companies getting bigger and bigger. And any new innovations are getting sucked up into these big companies. Yep, definitely true. (laughs) But at the same time, though, then, uh, you know, give it a few years of uh, integration and then we get the next best CPU. Oh, man, I can't wait to see those next CPUs and and, and, um, graphics cards coming into the future, man. Yeah. I mean, you better see something for a 30 billion return. (laughs) Yes. If not, somebody's (laughs) getting fired, bro. (laughs) <laughs> somebody's getting fired in the in the in that in that uh development developmental team well our next topic is about the playstation 5 interesting topic uh, the ui has been revealed where it's got you know playstation 5 likes to they like to show that they're always making big uh developments with their uh their menus and and, and the features that they provide with each new console definitely so renee what are what are some of these uh these functions that are happening well reviewing this week's uh uh what was that two mo uh it was the what the trophy and the achievements that we talked about yeah the console's control center interface correct and that is gonna be amazing Yes, yes, very amazing. So, like, if you played a game and you got to the end of the game and you you enjoyed it a lot, 
but then you look back at your achievements and there's like five of them that you didn't get. They have a way with their um, fast NVMe 4.0, you know, their, their drives to be able to bring you back to that point in the game to go figure out how to like, you know, get that collectible item or the, that objective, get that uh, award or medal on your account. And so, yeah, it's kind of like a shortcut. And well, my question is, why do you like wanna... if you're a hoarder? If you're a hoarder, you collect all these achievements. You can go get them all. But my question is, why do you care about the achievement, man? What what's so important? It's not a real medal, not a real achievement. What do you what do you think about that? Because I think you're a gamer, aren't you, Joe? Yeah. I think it's just, um, it's just a bunch of like OCD people, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like i can't i can't not have all these achievements i have to i have to show that i like really was like hardcore with that game you know or or i tell you like they don't know how to explain it like they like they're 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 a hoarder of all these like technical things and um there i i think there should be some kind of i mean technical hoarding if it's just in like hard drives and stuff, um, it's really hard to like call someone a hoarder, I guess, because they can, they can, ho- they can hoard it all up in the cloud. You know, it's not like unless it becomes like a problem in their life. You know, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's me. <laughs> so I personally wouldn't be going back. Um, it would drive me a little bit irksome to find out that there's all these things that i haven't um achieved but i have to really love the game to go back to like want to play it again to go find like one achievement and it's probably not worth it me personally i think that's kind of like a stupid thing to do let the let the player go back into that area and and know where exactly the achievement could be accomplished make the make the player go find where the achievement is why make it easier for the, the player to get the achievement? Make it harder. That's the point of playing the game. What do you think about that, Joe? I want to I want to hear your point of point of this. All right, all right, all right. I in the for, for the for the first place, I wouldn't go back and do this. But if I was to do it, I would want it the way they have it. Really? Because, yes, because I'm already wasting my life going back to do this. <laughs> I want to see speed up the process right get that little like you're going back for like this like insignificant uh positive reinforcement in your life do it faster get that get that fix faster (laughs) oh my god joe (laughs) give it it to me iv instead of instead of long term you know like um and then and then you know maybe it's something that um maybe there's like some side quest that you didn't know about and I don't want to play the whole game again just to find that side quest. I think they so should I punish. I think they should punish you. Right now, I think they need to punish you, Joe. Make you go back to the beginning. <laughs> Make Joe go back to the beginning of the game. Hit five. <laughs> hit. Get me. Let's get to five hundred likes and make Joe go play the game all over again. Come on, guys. Five hundred likes. <laughs> if you disagree, dislike it. Oh my gosh. And that's and that's the point where you buy another game and you start over again (laughs) (laughs) i uh i'm on um so uh yeah guys so that 
wanting to go back to the beginning of the game or to do um oh my gosh to, to get all those achievements i wouldn't do it unless there was a real like cool side quest like if the game was really involved and a lot and had like an actual like uh cut scene or something that was really cool well see that that that's that'd be cool that seems if it's, if it's a game where it's just like you're going back and you have to like collect 10 bananas and you didn't do it in the right time then... <laughs> <Ten bananas. laughs> i'll be make, okay with the five i'll be okay with the five that i did collect make joe go back to the beginning of the game I, st- I still think i still think we need to go back to the beginning of the game i'm that guy <laughs> make make the player go back to the beginning <laughs> i'm still old school guys i'm still old school i, I think it's kind of like giving privileges to the gamer yeah sorry joe well and the, the other feature that they were talking about is that there's um there's this the screen share where you can awesome. you can share the video um your friend's gameplay feed can be like on yours like maybe it's like uh kind of like a little box oh picture so you picture. can see what they're doing while you're playing your game you're talking about like picture in picture yeah and i think that'd be kind of i guess that's kind of cool if you're if you're trying to like i mean especially with this global problem right now right correct it's way it's a way to play through a game with somebody like uh, that's not a, it's not a co-op game, but you can play it together. That is pretty cool. I mean, ours Technica kind of put that down saying like, that's not their kind of thing, you know, but I can see how some games you're like, you want to share the experience. Yeah. And you want to know that you're at the same spot, the same, you know, correct. And it just, it's kind of cool to share that moment over the internet. Mm Mm-hmm sure is and especially if it's somebody you know a friend a close friend or a family or something like yeah it seems silly like if, if you're like oh i don't want to like <laughs> see some stranger on, you know like some random person uh or from some you know i don't know you know like you you can build relationships over stuff like this so Correct. um uh you know not knocking it so i think i don't know I, at first I, I was like taking their opinion and like saying that it's kind of silly right but now I can really see the virtue. Yeah, I, I can see it too. There's, yeah, oh, yeah. The other person had to be tech savvy to know how to do it. Uh, <laughs> but I think they that technical. Yeah, it's just a, it's a console, so they shouldn't. Does you you tap the screen share on your own system? This is not like the computer. Computer could get if you do it on the desktop, you could actually get, it probably could get confusing, but. Who knows? I'm not, I haven't yeah. played. I haven't played PC games in freaking forever, forever guys. So, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't ask me about how to stream a uh, console to <laughs> Twitch because that's kind of confusing. Well, the new the new consoles, the PS3, PS4, and the Xbox uh, Xbox One. It yeah. all you do is log into Twitch on your console and you just start it, and that's it. And you stream it live. You don't have to do any. You really don't have to do nothing. It's just plain and simple. But you you can't see uh, chat. Oh yeah, you can. I don't know how. I've never seen it. I know it's it's very simple because my brother uh, does it, and my brother-in-law does it. I just don't know too much information on how how the chat or any of that stuff works. Yeah, I don't have a PS4 and an Xbox One. Yeah. 
So we're not sure. Um, you know, I think you know. I'm not. I'm not sure. You ever seen the PS4 or three? I think they did, but they have like. Do they have any like uh, YouTube or anything in, embedded in the platform? Uh, I have a PS3. I know we. I think PS3 have the YouTube, but I don't think yeah. you could stream to Twitch. Can't you have to use a you have to use a um, I forgot what those things called the uh, capture cards. Yeah, I think it'd be I think it'd be silly if they didn't uh, at least have an app store for consoles. That'd be correct. That'd be cool <laughs> to be able to do. You have it should have to be able to do uh, Netflix or Twitch or. Yep. So um. Let's go. Let's, that it was the. Oh, we have one more topic for the day. Um, can you introduce this one? Well, this one is going to be um, a new one. So hopefully you guys know what this is. This is like a major Windows 10 update. The Windows 10 build uh, 2236. Uh, meet, uh, it has the meet now. 10X, OBE, settings, UI tweaks, and plus many more. Um. What was the video about, Joe? Because you're the one that watched the video. I I didn't get to see it. So I watched it at uh, two times speed, and I wish I could watch it at three times speed. Uh, <laughs> so there were some cool things, uh, but a lot of it was dry, and like you, you probably wouldn't ever notice that these changes even took place. Um, but basically, so some of them are like. <sighs> I still see there's some problems with it. And he, he pointed out that too. Um, it's basically like, you know, if you have like dark mode on your windows 10, it might not be dark mode everywhere. So now windows has made it so that the, the, when you put dark mode in, it's in more areas, but there's still some things that they still need to work out. So dark oh. mode, light mode, it's more dark mode than it was before, but it still needs to be more dark mode and more um, little things that pop up as white, you know? Ah, uh, and you could, I didn't know you could also change your uh, refresh rate of your display. No, you can now. Yeah, no, uh, oh my gosh, you always, <laughs> you always, yeah, oh, I remember, okay, now I know what you're talking about, okay, yeah, because like you could always do that if you right click and then put display properties, you know, um, uh -huh. but then you, but you're right, you had to like go deep into it. Yeah, this one's just really easy. You go to settings, system, display, advanced display settings, and right under that you'll have the refresh it rate. It shows you. Yeah, it shows you the rate. And I don't I'm looking at mine right now. I don't see that, you know, cuz I don't have the newest thing. I think this guy this guy is part of uh the insider, insider crowd. Correct. Yeah. He gets stuff ahead of everybody. So, I yeah, I mean, you have to dig deep to like change your like either you do it on your own monitor or you go into um into display properties and there's a lot more you got to click on advanced display properties and then you see what it's running at i see it's like running at 60 hertz but then you have to click on display adapter properties then you have to go to monitor and then you get to choose all the options damn there's a lot of fixes on this thing it's about my, a lot of microsoft office uh compatibility assistance office applications were crashing or missing after update fix an issue that could result in the same app update installing um fixed issue with experiencing dpc watchdog unhandled exceptions uh zero x 
8800 F0247. Bro, and this continues, man. I'm going to be here reading this for the next hour if I keep reading all these things. <laughs> oh, where did and, you find all that? I didn't I didn't see that. Man, I I, I looked up that um but that title, the, the, yeah. with, uh, the Windows Bill 20236. Correct. <laughs> look it up and you'll look at you'll find it under the Windows Insider. Um the, it's it's a big list, bro. Very big list. And we fixed an issue with adjusting volumes, also muted, unmuted when app volume and device preferences was open. And yeah, so they, there's a lot of features that this guy didn't go into, but I'll, I'll I'll mention the ones that he went into again. I'll finish that up, and then you can tell me some ones that you see that are pretty cool. So one other one that um, usually is a problem for people is where you know you're looking for a certain type of file, like PDF or something. Mm -hmm. and windows makes you scroll through so much stuff like windows needs to be more um organized and needs yep. to like you know Definitely. you should be able to sort through things better so now there's a, a for the search file there's um you can do um you can search by type you can do dot three a three gp you can do dot pdf or dot um you know whatever right so that helps because then all those files are together and then you could probably sort that by date and time and stuff. Correct. Another feature they're playing around with um, letting you see your disks drives instead of having to look at it in a different way where um, uh, you had to go deeper again. Um, now they're having that uh, or we had to have like the disk management and it was kind of confusing, yeah. you know, a very old school. Oh, and now yeah. they're showing it where it's like right there. And you can figure out like how much temporary files are being used. And it even shows you like the temperature, right? Like if your um, drive is in with safe limits, it's as, it's as healthy, you know? So and it lets you do part partitioning right there in the settings. So it's a little bit, um, yeah, there it goes. It shows temperature 38 Celsius. Estimating re remaining life, hundred percent available spare, hundred percent. So it's pretty cool. They're just trying to make things um, give you some more information and make it more available instead of having to like download third party apps. They're 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 building it in house. Um, let's see what what else there was. Uh, also, there's something that they're bringing from um. I believe they're bringing from uh, the consoles or Xbox really? uh, to, I believe so to make it. Uh, oh, well, okay, fine. They were, they were more incorporating some of the third party things like Skype and everything. Um, so it could be like at the bottom of your screen all the time. Yeah. And I'm kind of confusing that up because he was showing that you could, um, when you set up your computer or later, you can set it up to customize it for, um, you can tell them, oh, I want to do gaming or I want to do just um, like um, workstation experience. Mm -hmm. And then it'll get rid of some things in your um, your Windows bar, you know? Yeah. So it'll, it'll get rid of a lot of clutter. Like it'll get rid of like the like Hulu, Xbox, Netflix, Solitaire stuff. If you decide you only want like productivity. Interesting. And you can do like, oh, you, maybe you want entertainment and gaming. And it'll get rid of like the productivity, so it'll it'll make your taskbar less cluttered and more focused on based on uh, there's like five different uh, f 
feature sets that you can choose. Yeah. You know? Yep. And let's see what else. Um, they're also letting you do um, some more things with your background. Like they were showing like spotlight collection. Oh, so, spotlight. yeah. So is there anything else that you've been looking into that, uh, that list of updates that are interesting at all? All I know, uh, man, it's fixed. They fixed an error issue with the narrator. Expe- uh, unexpectedly saying expressive input uh, panel. They fixed a critical issue. Remember the video I made, Joe? Uh, I'm going to yeah. bring this up to you guys. Remember the video I made about turning off Windows sleep mode? Yeah. One, of, one of my videos that's viral on YouTube. Yeah. Well, they fixed that issue. They would fix an issue that could result in touch keyboard getting stuck in suspend they, after waking a PC from sleep, leading to it not invoking automatically when settings focus to a text field. <laughs> well, they've managed wonder, to fix that. Some of I wonder it. if they. I wonder if they fixed that earlier and they're just having to fix it for Windows 10. Because they've had this issue from standby and um, from and the the keyboard not working or anything not working and turning on whenever they we get into, they get into that mode. So I have you have to disable sleep mode and stuff like that, you know, because you have issues to it. And, and I'm gonna Google this right now because I don't even know what is the Windows 10 X zero O O B E. Look it up. I, I know it's uh. Oh, it says. Windows 10 X out of the box experience. Oh yes. Oh yeah, and also too, they do they um they fix an issue with your favorite feature, Joe, voice typing. What do they do? Settings menus drawing off screen. Uh, we fix an issue that could result in the voice typing settings menu drawing off screen. Nice. And they also did a fee fixed a regression that was breaking the Nvidia CUDA v- GPU acceleration in the windows subsystem for linux yeah we had heard of some uh problems with uh nvidia's gpu launch this time i didn't get really into it because um there's other there's a lot of other tech news and stuff going on uh, and there's still there's still some issues going on yeah with the with the launch with like with the whole the with this the with this uh with this launch with this uh with this update that there's still issues with like when working on issues uh attempting to perform a reset this pc using the keep my files often will fail with an error there was a problem resetting your pc no changes were made so you're running to error there's some there's numerous errors that are happening after this when they do launch this update but they're working That's- on it yeah, yeah, fix fix those problems and you know put the fill the holes in the ship Definitely. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to bring it up. Just, uh, you know, we've already covered our last official article, but uh, Renee, did you know that there was, um, there was other article I wasn't going to cover, but uh, did you know that Google and, um, and Intel are, uh, they're upset about this one uh, Bluetooth vulnerability. Really? What, yeah. What, what is it about? It's, oh, it's, let's see. It's a high um, high severity Bluetooth security bug in Linux. Um, mm. eh, they said it's they said it's serious, but high severity doesn't necessarily mean high risk. Um, 
I don't know. I just think it's kind of interesting because anything that's more security problems for Intel when uh, AMD is like taking the lead, right? Yeah. Typically, this is my layman's approach at it. Typically, when there's a security problem with the the um just the architecture, right? Yeah. Um, it usually means that Intel or AMD have to generally like sacrifice performance to fix yep. this bug. And so <laughs> I'm not sure if, if that's the case with this one. Um, but that's what I thought with previous, um, you know, pre, pre previous security gaps, they had to like close it and it made it a little bit slower in order to be secure. Yeah. And Intel can't afford to lose even more. So, Nope. I just want to throw that in there because I just, you know, we're we're kind of throwing it in on there, trying to get uh Intel fired up, you know, to yep. to bring us some faster CPUs. Come on, do it, do it, do it. I want to see <laughs> I want to see that. We gotta wake up the sleeping giant. Come on, Intel. You gotta make you gotta I I don't not sure if you're gonna hear us, Intel. Please hurry up the hell up. I wanna see your next generation core. Yeah, you know, AMD's knocking at your door year after year after year, and now they're finally they're finally in your door. Now, come on. Uh the stock <laughs> come on. The stocks people, if you if you haven't bought stocks on Intel or AMD, man, right now's a good time. It's a great time to buy a <laughs> stock in them. They're low right now, so if you want to make a profit, there you go. Intel Intel's your calling. They they're gonna have to do a comeback soon. Have have the stocks gone down? I haven't checked. I know that the AMD uh, Intel has still it's still in the fifty five fifties, and um, AMD's in the eighties or something like that. I should I should have bought a, I should have bought a couple. They went up like thirty dollars. Yeah, it looks like they went up uh, significantly like since July. Correct. Since that from, new uh, fifty seven to like ninety. Dude, it's ninety already. Well, it went down like it, like yeah, but Intel, um, yeah, Intel went from sixty in July down to forty-seven, so it's recovering at fifty-three now. But we need we need to buy shares, guys. Come on, you gotta buy go buy a share. Not telling you, not telling you to do it if you want. You don't want to. You just, I would recommend it because those are the two top leading companies for processors. I don't see them going. I don't. I do not see those two giants ever going anywhere, anytime soon in the next ten years. Yeah, Nvidia has been creeping up since for a year ago. They were at one hundred ninety-four dollars. Now they're up at a, like almost a near high at like five hundred and fifty-two. So, <laughs> I know they're just running away. They're gonna be. Just watch. You know, Joe. different. Yeah. Just watch in the next ten years, Nvidia's gonna come with their up with their own CPU. Yeah, because you know Gosh. you know they could do that if they wanted to. Yeah, I, I guess they just wanted to be the best in GPU, and I don't know what <laughs> you know. It's it's really expensive going into you know the new fab, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but like we said though, right? Like with um. You know, AMD and uh, NVIDIA, they, they use other people's, you know. Correct. They use other people's fabs and they put their architecture over it. Correct. And uh, so, yeah, I guess the only thing is, I guess it's really hard with like copyright, you know, to figure mm -hmm. out how to make an architecture that's not 
I have no idea. That would just drive me nuts with these companies. How do you, like, do they even care about, you know, copyright with these, uh, these architectures, you know? Yeah. Who knows, Cause, man? Cause like, I don't know how you can keep reinventing this and always improving the architecture. And, and then what yeah. if you're like, I mean, think about it, like some of these, 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 uh, architectures take like three or four years of development. You make it. And then someone else is like saying, well, we already made it that exact same way. It's like, it might also be, <laughs> It might also be through the IEEE standards, uh, through the, the computer, the computer, um, hardware-wise, to make it all standardized, so they won't be suing each other for everything. So there, there's a requirement. It's probably it's not like patent or a lawsuit for them. It's just probably they're just saying, it's like through a a standard. Yeah. So it's like, there is none. There's like none, but it's only by the like the. The, the like the st- state of computers, you know, like the IEEE standards, you know, that that build computers and they have to follow a certain procedure protocols just to keep them to make everything to make everything exactly the same, all the way across the board. You know, that's that's just like totally confusing to me. So it it, it, it bro, it's like think of it, think of it like Nick cards, like you know, there's there's like. 20, 20 different types of companies, maybe even more of Nick cards, but they all do the same thing. And the structures are built different. They're all, they, but they still have the same, they stay still, still have the same infrastructure built in with the same standards all the way across the board. Because this company cannot sue this company because they're following a, a, stand, a standard. It's like you going to work like at Chili's or go work at an IT company and you had to follow procedures, but you could do your own method but you still had to follow a certain strategy or a procedure that they have in place. As long as you follow their guidelines, but with your style over here, as long as you follow them, you'll be able to, you'll be, you'll be fine. If I'm wrong, guys, you can feel free to correct me, but this, this is kind of a, a structure that I, I developed when I, I've been working and it's been working. Yeah. I'd like to I, know how, I'd like to know how copyright law works with uh, tech companies. And I would like to know. You're always hearing like there's a, there's a, there's a patent for this product. Right. But right. you know, I, I don't know if there's enough variation. Maybe that's it. Maybe there's not enough variation between these CPUs. You know, I like, think patent was whenever it's something that doesn't exist. So since, since CPUs already exist, there's already, and whenever, whoever came up with the first nanometer, CPU. Yeah, the nanometer um, area is that's when they started setting rules right away because they can't let it go out too long. It's like when the fir- when they first started developing computers, they didn't they the computers were all built differently, oh. and then uh, they, they then they made a standard to make them all exactly the same, oh. like a standard. So everything started coming out standards. Imagine having. A PCI. It's like, okay, so it's like it's like, it's like it's, imagine if someone if we had patent law and someone made the first hat. Correct. Now everybody makes hats and you can't patent a hat. Correct. You the <laughs> only the only it's like the guy that I met. He's he's he has a patent uh, on uh, hardware because he was the first person to develop it on the computer base. But the other parts that connect to it were for mobile, but he made he patented it for the computer directly. It was embedded onto the board, and he was the person that designed that. And then we find that with these patents, you usually have to have a good amount of lawyers and money to correct. Them. 
and then you have to sign you have to sign it over you have to sign it into the the patent area and it, it's a lot of money to patent it and i don't know how i don't know if you have to keep paying money to have a patent or it's only a certain number of years and then that's not I, all. I personally i personally think to patent it doesn't cost that much but it's defending it in court i don't know too much about patents i just know that yeah. it yeah, it, I thought there was. Or maybe I'm, know. maybe I'm, maybe I'm just thinking about copyright because my uh, I have a family member who did, who did a copyright on some of their poems they've done recently, and mm -hmm. I think that was relatively easy. It's just enforcing that is the hard part. Correct. That's why you have lawyers to actually sitting out there and actually looking and see if anybody's breaking their their copyright. And then the copyright, you're like. I'm going to get, I'm going to hire a lawyer to enforce that copyright when someone else makes like 50 million off of it. And you're like, give me a cut of that. <laughs> Correct. That's what, that's like, pretty much it is. You're taking, like, you're taking, like, I, 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 I made it, but I didn't actually make any money off it. And now you have to give me that money. Correct. So these lawyers are getting paid pretty, pretty penny. So 50, if they made 75 million and you're taking home almost 50 million, but then the lawyer's taking a cut. Yeah. I wonder what that cut is. Thirty percent. On top of oh, that, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because each is... each lawyer each lawyer is different. They all take different cuts. I know when I I know when I did a case um for uh, an incident an accident, they actually uh, took uh ten percent. Yeah, it, it says uh, most contingency fee agreements give a lawyer a percentage of, of thirty three and forty percent. Um personal injury lawyer gives 33% or one third of any settlement or award. That's pretty big. See, my, my, my lawyer was different. Yeah. For my accident case, only 10 Your lawyer was cheaper. 10%. Yeah. Much, much cheaper. But he met, but the thing is he managed to, uh, lower my, um, my medical cost. I don't know how, what, I don't know what he, the hell he did. He managed to lower that that cost, and he 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 gave me managed to give me more, and he gave himself ten percent. I don't I don't know what the rules, the thing he did. There's so much stuff behind the scenes. I don't I don't know too much about that that accident. You know, I I just know that he took ten percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just on on average the the fee is thirty three percent. So. So he could fluctuate. Very interesting. <laughs> Well, thanks for um, thanks for tuning in this week to uh, Tech Trends. Um, we'll see you again next week. And again, um, you know, at this time, we're just reminding you, um, you know, you can always uh, subscribe on YouTube or you can uh, support us on Anchor or wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs> I'm kind of whispery just to kind of like subscribe, follow us. And, uh, and you can always enter our giveaway that we're doing. Um, this month is $30 giveaway. So all you have to do is, uh, we have the gleam link on our YouTube channels or, um, I have it on my Facebook page and maybe on this video, you know, um, uh, <laughs> blazing will, will uh, <laughs> Renee will have it on his, in his description, but, uh, just a little bit of, uh, uh, member appreciation and, um, we're, we wish you the, well, we wish you, sorry, we wish you have a great weekend and, uh, we'll see you next week. Yes, we will. And make sure you follow us. Subscribe, like, <laughs> and turn on your post notification. Share with Peace. friends.